Hello, folks. Welcome back to another episode of the Your Story Podcast. My name's Jason, and thank you for being here. To everyone who sent messages of encouragement and shared the premiere show on Twitter and Snapchat and Instagram and TikTok, thank you. Thank you. Thank you a thousand times. You know, when people ask someone to go visit their Spotify channel and listen to a two and a half minute song, that's difficult enough. But what I'm asking you to do is listen to 20 minutes of me talking. And you did. And then you shared it. And for that, I am eternally grateful. Thank you so much. And as much as I'd like to enjoy this little endeavor of accomplishment, I enjoy the idea of sharing this with you because of your hard work helping me. And I think we're in this together. The amount of love and support, words of encouragement, the tearful praise I've received is enough to carry me through at least another few episodes, if not the whole season. This episode is the last part of a two-part series about me. So it's really my story podcast up until this point. After this, you're not going to be hearing about my story for a while. I'm going to enjoy not having the attention on me for once. Next week, we actually talk with Tiffany Jenkins, juggling the Jenkins, as you might know her. We're going to discuss the importance of storytelling in this very disconnected world we find ourselves in. And I'm really enjoying doing this podcast. It's not going to bring me fame and fortune overnight, but the connections that I'm making through it feel just as powerful. I've interviewed five people already this week, and I have stories entering my email and message box every day, and I cannot wait to share those stories with you. If you're interested in submitting a story, please send me an email to yourstorypodcastofficial at gmail.com, or you can find me on Instagram at yourstorypodcastofficial and send me a message there. Also, every Sunday, I will be releasing the miniseries, Small Success Sundays. Every Saturday, I'll ask you to submit one small thing you did that week and send it to my Snapchat at YourStorySnap to be used in a compilation so we can all get some praise and recognition for those small things we do or that big thing that finally paid off because of those small things. So if you want to participate in that, make sure to follow my Snapchat at YourStorySnap. That seems to be the easiest way for people to send me an audio message. And again, if you missed it, please go listen to the first episode, Little Fish, Big Pond, for some context on my part one of a two-part series on where I've been these past few years and what led this change in direction. Because we're going to pick up right where we left off the final part in my two-part series right after this. You're listening to the Your Story Podcast. If 2018 was hell, that means 2019 was purgatory. Riddled with anxiety. When you get anxious, you can't sleep. Sometimes, actually most times, uh, you would shake. You start to feel like you can't breathe and thinking that you're going to have a heart attack. And you do everything that you can to distract yourself or keep yourself busy. 
While I was in Texas, away from my family, I had one person who was there for me, and that was Amanda. I am Amanda. I'm a mother. And uh, to you, I am a friend. I am part of a support group. Um, and I am uh, an ex-girlfriend. That's tough to say, isn't it? I don't like it. I don't like it either, really. You had a lot of big events happening that your future was riding on. And um, so you had some hope, but then you also had the possibility of a setback. And so that was basically your 2019. Patience seems like one of those words that never really goes away. It's nothing anyone ever gets really good at. You get good at dealing with it. But I guess there's a helplessness in having to be patient. I guess it's a matter of outlining the goals that you're trying to be patient for. Pushing them out. Modifying them. Canceling them all together. I'm trying better to be patient more gracefully. And 2019 taught me how to do that. But so did my Grammy. Hey, how are you? Okay, good. I'm good. Hi, my name is Jesse Orso Borello, and I am Jason's grandmother. Jason is the eldest of uh, my 11 grandchildren. My Grammy had five children by the time she was 21 years old. She knows plenty about patience. Grammy made it a point every year to bring two of the most similar aged grandchildren on a trip. And those are some of the best memories I have growing up. There's a couple of them. I can remember taking you places and all you wanted to do was play with bugs. I think my Grammy knew that experiences were the true wealth of life. So much fun. Remember you went and she wanted to share with us the fulfilling experiences that she's had in life. I think that's what these trips were about. Oh, I know. And the bugs in Arkansas, remember? And you didn't tell me you got bit by a scorpion until we got home. Oh, oh, those are all such wonderful, joyous memories. I've built, renovated, owned, leased 38 houses, you know, and I think for a, a single woman on her own, I think that was a, a good accomplishment. I entered into a master's program when I was 45, and of course, the most accomplished thing is, is the pride that I have in my children and my grandchildren and now my great-grandchildren. When I get up in the morning, uh, I'm, a, I'm a practicing Christian, and I know that I need God's help to get me through the day. And so the first thing I do is to say my prayers, and I ask for God's help to get me, to give me the wisdom and the understanding to get me through what I need to deal with today. And that helps. That helps. I can't think of anybody else who has been through more transitions in their life. 
more well-equipped to deal with patients. She even sang us have a song patience, about patients when we were kids. Don't be in such a hurry. This is remember, remember that God is patient too. It's a learned experience. It's something that never, the lessons never go away. Never, ever go away. But I think you grow through each experience. They become teachable moments to get you to the next level. And, um, and I think that's what patience is about, you know? So I had finally wrestled with my personal demons and started to become more independent. But part of being independent was finding a new career, or at least a job. I only had a high school diploma. At 34 years old, it was tough to find work, making anything near what I was making as a self-employed realtor. In fact, I couldn't even get my foot in the door for a job paying half as much. And since I was self-employed for almost 10 years, I was considered overqualified by places like Starbucks and Walmart. They said I was a, quote, flight risk or an overachiever who might want to be paid more because of my previous experience and income. So I was left with driving for Uber and Lyft, which I liked, actually. It was quiet for the most part, peaceful even, and I loved to drive, actually. But I was also driving around in an Audi. I had purchased it when I was doing very well, and now that I was encroaching on 100,000 miles, it needed work, expensive work, and I just didn't have the money for it. It also took premium gas. So as to keep the wear and tear on my already in need of service car low and to maximize my money making, I was on the road for about 4 a.m. to 1 p.m. every single day. To make even more money, I started selling off my world-class card collections, as my brother mentioned in a previous episode. I'd invested in these when I was doing very well because it's what I knew. Nerd shit. Comic cards, memorabilia. Everything from signed baseballs to Stan Lee autographed comics. I don't say world class that lightly either. I had many cards that were the only ones in the world in pristine condition at the time. One of my completed sets was so rare, I received two offers of $4,000 within 24 hours of listing it. This sounds like it was working, and it was. But the resources were dwindling, and my car was constantly on the fritz. I felt like I was climbing up a ladder, but using the last rung I just came from to take the next step. It couldn't last forever. All the while, I continued to hunt for a job. In 2019, I submitted 1,134 applications. I had four interviews none of which I was picked for. I would go on being a driver and selling off what I had left of my collection until March of 2020, when I was finally employed. Only to be let go due to COVID-19, but we'll get to that in another episode. And while I had started to reach out to my family in another state more to try and rekindle some neglected relationship, I still felt totally isolated with no friends or family in Texas. The only reason I was staying was a chance to see my daughter in the state where she was born. I had a family court hearing that August to determine a visitation schedule. I felt like I was waiting, but I didn't know what for. A job, an opportunity, 
a break, an avalanche. I don't think I had more than $300 in my account at the highest time in 2019. I felt helpless. It wasn't fair. I had suffered enough, right? Why now, when I was stone cold sober, had everything started to seem so much more difficult? I was paying the price of years of bad decisions. Loneliness played a big part of 2019. And that's what made it seem so much longer and unbearable than it was. I suffered with it, but I knew I had family. Okay, there we are. That's my Aunt Jody. You did it. I know. It's got, I don't know what this it looks like. SpongeBob or something with these gray waves. She's hysterical. She's a stand-up comic. She's whimsical and she's very independent. She's the youngest of five by 18 years and my elder by 16 years. So she's right in the middle of the adults and children. And me being the eldest, we share a special relationship. I am your aunt and I am your godmother and I'm also your confidant. I'm your grasshopper and I'm your friend. And um, the best thing is, is I'm part of your life. It's the Gen X millennial partnership, the dynamic duo. Sometimes I think she knows me better than anyone. From the ground up, bro, you see it all. You see it all. You see, you see the world from the bottom, like from you can you look from the core of the earth to as far as as far as a Hubble can see. I, I think you see the world as one entity. I love that this, that you're actually listening to me because normally you and I just talk over each other and we totally understand what the, the other person's saying. So this is kind of funny. She's also not one to be critical or judge without admitting her own faults first. How have I let you down and how have I helped you? You, you can't let me down. You, you, you can't. You never can. Because I don't expect anything up from you other than love. So you, you can't let me down. My aunt was the person who, from a very young age, told me, listen, if you ever need to talk with someone at 3 a.m., when you have no one else, you can call me. You can scream as loud as you want into the phone. But just know, if you need somebody, I'm here. And as a 13-year-old hearing that for the first time, I had no idea why it was important to have someone to call at 3 a.m. who would be awake that late. She was 29 when she told me that. And even though I haven't cashed in many times on that 3 a.m. phone you. call. All right, I'll talk right. to you later. Later, bro. Later, bro. Knowing that she was there, I think saved my life. By speaking with everybody, I really got a feel of how I process my anxiety when it relates to patients. You often describe the things that you're dealing with as your plate. You've got all this on your plate. And, you know, you've gotten through court dates and conversations that you didn't want to have. 
And each time you've gotten through those things, as we approached it, you got more and more anxious. And then as soon as it happened and afterward, you could feel relief, but you wouldn't really feel the impact of that relief until a couple days later, until you were sure that that was the end of it. And then that would be lifted off of your plate and, you know, something else either may arrive or you would shrink your plate so that nothing else could arrive. And I think that at this point, with those court dates that you've gone through, the conversations that you've had, that you've needed to have, and um, working through your debt and working your way up on a more steady um, foundation, I think now you see that your plate is clearing and you don't feel the need to shrink it anymore. It can stay put and you can breathe. Small things aren't affecting you as strongly as they used to. It's tough to talk about me and Amanda. We had plans to move into a bigger place together, but our pasts were colliding. This summer, the summer of 2020, Amanda moved back to Arizona to start an adventure of her own, reconnecting with her family, and I moved back to Louisiana to reconnect mine, and we left Texas for good. So, 2018 was hell. 2019 was purgatory filled with anxiety. 2020 should be better, right? Thank you for listening to Your Story Podcast. This is the end of my mini saga drama. It is no longer going to be my story podcast. It is all about you now. I'll keep everyone updated as things go along, if they go along. Next week, there's a special guest I was lucky enough to interview, Miss Tiffany Jenkins, or known to her over 3 million fans as Juggling the Jenkins. We're going to discuss the importance of storytelling in a time of much-needed connection. And if you've made it this far, I want to thank you uh, for listening to this, for supporting me along the way. And to everyone who contributed to last Sunday's Small Success Sunday, thank you very much. I, I will absolutely continue posting those every Sunday throughout this season. And if you're interested in being featured on this Sunday's Small Success Sunday, send me a short voice message through my Snapchat at Your Story Snap. In the near future, I'll be focusing the first quarter of episodes around the theme of new beginnings, Renaissance. So if you have a story of new experiences, new beginnings, or maybe a failure that led to a new opportunity, please submit them to yourstorypodcastofficial at gmail.com or leave a message on my website at anchor.fm slash yourstorypodcast or send me a message on Instagram at yourstorypodcastofficial or Twitter at yourstorytweet. Thank you again for listening to Your Story. It'll save us half the I'll almost get us there I'll almost get us there I shift this car right out of park Only in our minds, only in the dark It doesn't matter
that we've had a few I am seeing